against the walls. So I told them, you know, the first part of the seminar is that make sure you guys move forward because if we do that in the mina in the tent, the tent is going to fall down. <laughs> Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. باب بر من كان يصله أبوه عن ابن عمر رضي الله عنه أنه مر أعرابيا في سفر فكان أبو الأعرابي صديقا لعمر رضي الله عنه فقال للأعرابي ألست ابن فلان قال بلى فأمر له ابن عمر بحمار كان يستعقب ونزل ونزع عمامته عن رأسه فأعطاه فقال بعض من معه أما يكفيه درهمان فقال قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم احفظ ود أبيك لا تقطعه فيطفئ الله نورك The chapter that we are at in this Al-Adab Al-Mufrad by Imam Bukhari Rahimahullah to join the relation with the relatives and with the friends of the father, with our parents' friends. And the narration Imam Bukhari Rahimahullah has narrated here is on the authority of Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu who says that he was passing by a traveler or by a Bedouin during one of his journeys. Abdullah ibn Umar anhu recognized this man. Who was this man? He went to him and asked him, Alasta ibn Fulanin, are you the son of so-and-so? So that person said, sure, yes, I am. His father, this Bedouin's father was Umar radiallahu anhu's friend. So he's not the friend of Umar radiallahu anhu. His father is Umar radiallahu anhu's friend. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu, during this journey he had a donkey that he used to 
take turn in riding. So he would walk a little bit, then he would sit on the donkey. So he said to someone with him, he said, give him the donkey as a gift. And then Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu took off his own amama and he gave it to this Badwi. So the person who was with him said to him, Ama yakfihi dirhamani? Wouldn't two dirham be enough for him? These Badwins, they don't look for big gifts. You give them two dirham, he would be happy. You gave him your right and you gave him your imama. And you are traveling. You are not at home. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu said, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have said, Ihfaz wudda abik. Maintain the relation with those that your father loved. Maintain the connection with those that your father loved. La taqta'ahu fayutfi allahu nurak. Don't cut it off, otherwise Allah will put off your light. Very amazing and important narration that we have here. Keeping connection with our parents, friends. Previously we studied the hadith about, about our relatives. But here it goes a step further that people that were close to your parents, we are supposed to treat them nicely also. Keep that connection, show that connection, a special connection with those people that he was my father's friend. Or this family was very close to our family. Especially living at a time when a lot of time we and we go further to our young generation, joining the relationship is also something that we see is totally missing from our society. More hadith will be coming about joining and the importance of joining the relationship. So in a time when people hardly join just the relationship, which means they keep connection with their relatives, with their uncles, with their aunts, with their cousins, to keep this type of connection of your father's friend. And now, this is not just father's friend, this is the son of the father's friend. And Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu is calling the hadith, is narrating the hadith, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ihfaz wudda abik. Make sure you maintain the connection with people that your father loved. Those that were close to your father, you keep your connection with them, which means you keep good uh, relation with them. La taqtahu. Don't cut up those relations. Fayutfi Allahu nurak. Otherwise, Allah will put off your nur, your light. What does yutfi Allahu nurak mean? Two things. One is, you will be disconnected from the society, which is the normal situation in our society everywhere. People are totally disconnected from each other. Allah will put off your nur, will extinguish your light. No one will know you. You will be like darkness in the society. No one would even care what you go through, what you are doing, what you do, what you don't do. 
you are happy, you are sad, no one will care about it. Which in reality we see is the situation. No one wants to know about others. No one even care about others. Because most of the time, relations are based on certain worldly benefits. And worldly benefits are always is something that never lasts. Worldly benefits never last. The thing that will establish a strong connection and keep hearts connected are the relations that are based on deen and iman. Those are the ones that are long-lasting. In fact, we may say, are everlasting. Other than that, we are connected because of some of our dunya. We are business partners. So we are going to be, we love, we love each other, we like each other, we invite each other. How long? As long as we are partners. When that partnership is over, then I don't care who you are and you don't care who I am. Or because we have the same type of background. As long as we are keeping each other happy, we are fine. The time when I don't invite you, the day I forget to invite you, or I invited you after I invited other people who are not from our same background, we are from the same town, this is what was keeping our relation, that we are from the same town back home. Now, I invited someone else who is not from our town, and you find out that he was invited before me, you get upset. That we are from the same town and he invited me after everyone else. That breaks the relationship. Many times we have the same hobby. So as long as we do those things together, we are friends. When those things are not there anymore, we don't know each other anymore. For example, people who go to gym, they're very good friends as long as they keep on going to the gym. The day they finish, give up going to the gym, that connection is gone. I'm not going to visit you after that. I don't go to the gym anymore. Why do I need to know you anymore? So, every connection that is based on dunya or any worldly benefit, as soon as that benefit is over, the connection is gone. The only connection that would last is the one that is based on iman and taqwa. It is, as I said, not only it will last long, it is everlasting. The hadith is in the Sahah, in the Sunan. Rasulullah said, on the day of Qiyamah, some people will go to Jannah and they would miss some of their friends. There are some ayat also in Quran that are talking about the same situation. So these people will go to Jannah and they will be missing some of their friends. Good friends, bad friends. Now they will search for them. No, I don't have, I don't see him around. They will go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, No one ever argued in this world throughout the history of the world 
as much as these people would go and they would be talking back and forth to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Ya Allah, no, I need him with me. I need to get him out. If he's in Jahannam and they find out that he's Jahannam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell them, go and see, he may be there. They went over there, yes, he is there, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, I need to take him out. No, no, look at the wrong things he have done. Ya Allah, no. I need to take him out. And the wording of the hadith is, Rabbana, Ikhwanana. Now pay attention to this connection now. This is what we are talking about. These are the wordings that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have used in the hadith. Rabbana, Ikhwanana. Ya Rabb, these are our brothers. People you play with, you don't call them brothers. People that you just consider to be your business partners, we don't call them brothers. May We may use the word brother here, but really not in the heart. They will use that word in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rabbana ikhwanuna. Ya Rabb, they are our brothers. And then they will mention the connection they have with them. كَانُوا يَصُومُونَ مَعَنَا وَيُصَلُّونَ مَعَنَا وَيُحَجُّونَ مَعَنَا Ya Allah, we used to fast together, we used to pray together, we used to do hajj together. These are the ibadat that they will mention. Telling us, the connection established through these ibadat is everlasting. That connection doesn't finish. It will go all the way to akhirah. In fact, in akhirah, generally, people will be afraid to call anyone friends. That will be deep. People will be running away from their brothers, their sisters, their spouses, their children. But there are certain people. So of course, when it comes to friends, oh, I don't want to recognize him. I don't want to even, if he claims that he, he knew me, I will say, I don't know who you are. Maybe my brother. You don't know me. My brother looks like me. Go and talk to him. But there are certain friends Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that they would love to find their friends over there and meet them because they know these are the people that will help us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that in Quran al-Kareem also. That on that day all friends, not only that they would not like to see each other, they would not be together. In fact, pay attention to the ayah when Allah says, they will be enemies of each other on that day. Why? We miss a lot together. So we both are witnessing against each other. I don't want to be with him. He's going to witness for me, against me, that I missed the salah. We hurt someone. We were together. We ate haram. We were together. Now they will remember all the wrong things that they did together. So they don't want to be together because they are enemies of each other. They are the witnesses against each other today. In fact, one of the worst things a person will have in Akhirah, as Quran speaks about it, is to have those type of friends. A company of those who are making this person do wrong. 
The day when the wrongdoer will bite his hands. He's not just biting his finger in today, in this world. When someone is very, very upset, he starts biting his fingers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, On that day, he will be so sad, so angry, that he will bite his hands. What's the problem? يَقُولُ يَا لَيْتَنِ اتَّخَذْتُ مَعَ الرَّسُولِ سَبِيلًا he will say, I wish I would have made my, made my way with the Prophet ﷺ, kept my connection with the Prophet ﷺ. Ya waylata, laytani lam attakhith fulanan khalila. This is the problem. This is where he sees the problem today. Oh, I wish I would not have chosen that person as my friend. Why? Laqad adallani anil dhikri ba'da idh ja'ani. He stopped me. He took me away. He misled me from following the dhikr, the, remind, the reminder that came from Allah after I had received it. I got a good reminder. He told me, don't do it. I was about to go for salawat. And he's the one who said, you know, you don't need to go. I was about to choose a better lifestyle. And he told me, you know, he... A lot of people come with good advices at that time. You know, you'll have to live in this world. How are you going to survive in this world if you give up your all of these things? لَقَدْ أَظَلَّنِي عَنِ الذِّكْرِ Has no limits of boundaries on how many different ways people use to keep others away from following the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now when he sees that friend who kept him away from following the deen, who took him away, from the ibadah of Allah, from the deen of Allah, from following the right track, he will start biting his hand and his hands and he will say, Ya laytani, Ya waylata, laytani lam attakhith fulanan khalila. I wish I would not have chosen him as my friend. Most of the people, when they do wrong, it's not because they like to do wrong, it's because of the company of the people that they associate with. And of course, the same is true for the opposite direction. That many times it's difficult to do the good things on our own until we have a good company. And then we encourage each other. And we together we do the good things. So, for, you know, for example, when we call jama'ah, salah, jama'ah. What does jama'ah mean? One person is not jama'ah. Jama'ah simply means there is a group of people. So this is the encouragement. That all together, when we pray, we all get the encouragement to pray. At home, I get start getting lazy. I'll pray after half an hour. I'll pray five after five minutes, after ten minutes. And sometimes we end up praying at the last time, at the ending time. Sometimes a person even end up missing the prayer. So this is the good company that, and the effect of that good company. So this is what Rasulullah said, that your parents establish certain relations. Look at those good connections that your parents had and keep up with those connections. Otherwise, your light will be extinguished also if you don't keep those connections. Because you lose the good connections then. Good connections will come through our parents. So, keep having that connection, maintain the connection that your parents have established. Don't cut it off, otherwise Allah will extinguish your light. That's one meaning of extinguishing the light. The other meaning is 
that the noor of iman will start going down also. Which is also the effect of the first meaning also, that when we lose the good connection, then the noor of iman starts going down naturally, because a person by himself is always under the attack of shaitan. As Rasulullah said, that a person who does, who does not stay connected to the jama'ah, shaitan will pick him up at any time. And this is exactly what happens. Day and night, we see those examples that a person was good, all of a sudden just lost it totally. Why? Because staying on our own, we don't have the strength to fight all the shayateen and jinns. Only today, or most only today, I received a message from someone. This person goes into his basement. And he sent me all the pictures. He goes into the basement and he finds out that there are so many things that he is not aware of. Subhanallah. If you see that, you will be shocked. You will be surprised. What, this, what did this person find in his basement? It's all something from the jinns and shayateen. Like there is something like an, a bowl that has a lot of needles in it. There is a picture of a, a, a man. Uh, amazing things. Came from where he doesn't know. Out of nowhere. Effect of shayateen. This shayateen's effect is unbelievable. It's not something that we can take it light that okay, you know, no, shaitan will not have no effect on me. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned very clearly, he said a person who will just go away from Jamaatul Muslimin will stay by himself, shaitan will pick him up any time. Sometimes shaitan will keep on giving us time, he said, okay, you know, you can, let me give you a chance. Let me give you some time because I know I'll get you any time. I'm working right now on this bigger ones, on the big shots. When I'm done with them for you, you are easy one. So, it's very important that these connections are maintained as Rasulullah is advising us. Abdullah ibn Umar narrates another hadith which is also narrated by Imam Bukhari over here. Rasulullah said, The strongest dutifulness to the parents is that we keep our connection with the people our parents loved. He says this is one of the strongest method of keeping our dutifulness to our parents and our kindness, part of our kindness to our parents. Sometime, especially as I said, we are living at a time when these type of connections are something people don't even like to keep them anymore. Someone tells to uh, meets you somewhere in the masjid, oh, you know, I know you, I knew your father. So what? In your heart, it is so what? If you knew my father, then I'm not my I'm not that person. Go and look for my father. So, uh, and now if I knew your father's father, grandfather, I knew your oh, we used to live in your neighborhood. Mashallah. Okay. What do I care about where you live now? Let's say that a person went to visit a friend. As here we see, in old days, they used to really maintain these type of connections. Oh, I used to live in your neighborhood and I knew your grandfather. MashaAllah, come, welcome, so nice to meet you. Come, let's go home, have some, have food together. But now, as I said, as those relations are gone, 
they say a person went to visit a person and uh, he met him, where are you from? Oh, you know, I knew your father and we used to live in the same neighborhood and then he told him some connection. So this man thinks, you know, I don't know, what do I care about? So he brought him some water, hot water. He said, Bismillah, go ahead. So he said, what is this? He says, you know, the chicken that I bought was boiled in a water and when we took that soup, we mixed it with this water. So just as much as your connection is with my father, this my water has a connection with the chicken also. This is the soup of the soup of the soup. You are the friend of the friend of the friend of my father. So, but as I said, you know, we lost those connections. We don't appreciate it anymore. And Rasulullah is telling us that it will put off your noor, it will put off your light. In another hadith, Sa'ad al-Zuruqi narrates that we were sitting in the masjid and Amr ibn Uthman, this is Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu anhu's son, he was sitting in the masjid, Abdullah ibn Salam radiallahu anhu passed by us. Amr ibn Uthman, when he saw Abdullah ibn Salam, I'm sure we all remember who Abdullah ibn Salam radiallahu anhu is, who uh, the Sahabi who came from Judaism, he was a rabbi and he accepted Islam. There are many ayat of Quran that are revealed about him. In fact, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam once he said, Abdullah ibn Salam is ashiru ashratin fil jannah. He said, as I said that there are 10 people that are guaranteed jannah. He said, this is like one of those 10. This is the caliber of this man. Abdullah ibn Salam is passing and Amr ibn Uthman the way he was sitting, leaning against the wall, he just continued sitting. He's a young man, Uthman radiallahu son. He's just sitting there and he sees Abdullah Salam passing by. So okay, he looked at him, he turned his face away. Abdullah Salam radiallahu anhu, he went through. Majlis, he went past by. Then he came back. He was seeing if Amr ibn Uthman is going to change his attitude. He didn't see no change. It's just, okay, this old uncle is going and let him go. So, Abdullah ibn Salam radiallahu came back and he said, Ma shi'ta Amr ibn Uthman. Uthman, Amr ibn Uthman, do whatever you want. Behave however you want. He told him three times, Amr ibn Uthman, behave however you want. Then he said, فَوَالَّذِي بَعَثَ مُحَمَّدًا صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ بِالْحَقِّ I swear by Allah that sent Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with the truth, إِنَّهُ لَفِي كِتَابِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ I have read it in the book of Allah twice. لَا تَقْطَعْ مَنْ كَانَ يَصِلُ أَبَاكَ فَيُطْفَأُ بِذَلِكَ نُورُكَ Don't disconnect the connections that your fathers had. Otherwise, your nur will be extinguished too. Abdullah ibn Salam, now we know who he is. So when he's saying, I read it twice in the book of Allah, he's talking about Torah. That it is written in the Torah. Don't disconnect the relations that your father had. Otherwise, Allah will put off your nur. So he's advising, we know what Uthman went through. 
And finally, he became Shaheed. So Amr bin Uthman, the children of Uthman, عنه, especially the grown-up ones, who sold what happened to their dad, they had a little complaint about, you know, no one helped our father at that time. Okay, I know my dad said, don't help me. I know my dad said, don't come for my help. But still, you should have done something for him. So they were little having, having that feeling. And they were, for, they were little reserved, not talking too much to everyone. So Abdullah ibn Salam wanted to make sure that he explains to this young man that, you know, I'm your father's friend. Regardless of what you feel about me, but me and your father were close friends and we loved each other. Therefore, you need to maintain that connection and make sure you don't behave this way, the way I have seen you behaving with me. Alhamdulillah, it was still those that time when the young man stayed quiet and he heard the advice of this old man. Otherwise, he will say, who are you to tell me this? You know, when anyone, generally, any uncle will advise, will say, you are not my father. And when your father advises you, you say, who are you to tell me this? So really, there is no one that can advise us anymore. Then Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, mentioned a chapter. The heading of the chapter he gave is, from the, driven from the hadith, says, Al-Wuddu Yatawarath, which means love should be inherited. And rated on the authority of a Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who said, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna al-wudda yutawarath. He said, love is inherited. Which means, just like you inherit the wealth from your father, make sure you inherit the love of your father also. People that your father used to love, keep that also connected. Keep that connection also because this is part of your inheritance. You didn't just get money. You need to get this also from your father. And that is the connections that he has established during his lifetime. Don't finish them all of a sudden just as he passed away or everything is gone. Keep your connection. That's part of your inheritance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to keep these beautiful connections. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always keep us together having that heart that is loving once the heart has that love then of course you get the love you always look for the room for more room to love people when the heart is not soft does not have that love does not have that care which rasulullah called it an nasiha that you be the well-wisher and the one who care about everyone then of course the person doesn't care about what's happening in the world and is totally disconnected through that his nur is gone his light is gone may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep our light always illuminating and keep us always shining in the society that people can always trust us they can benefit from us as rasulullah said in other hadith that there are people that are keys to khair whenever people need any khair they come to them and there are people that are keys to shah they are keys to evil. Whenever they are looking for something evil, they go to them. May Allah protect us from being of those who are keys to shah. That whenever a person wants, someone wants something wrong, wants to hurt someone, wants to disturb someone, wants to uh, accuse someone, wants to uh, beat up someone, people will come to you. You know, that person, we need to beat him up. Let's go. And there are people, we know there are people that kind also. And there are people that when people want sulh, when people want to be together, or they, when they want to clean their heart, then they will come to those type of people. Only 
another very, very recent experience that just came to my mind. Found out about a family that is having very difficult situation in a family life between husband and wife. So we advise the family, how about we can come that far? So you know, we'll come and sit with you. We'll try to help you with the situation. We don't want you to see you uh, break apart. And the answer was, now it's too late. But in the last, I think Wallahu Alam just said about over 15 years, that all our friends, other people that we have talked to, not a single person offered us to come and help us in our situation. Everyone would just accelerate the problem even more and someone will take this side and someone will take this side. SubhanAllah. There are people that are just doors to evil. There are people that are doors to khair according to the hadith. May Allah make us doors to khair to everyone. Sallallahu ta'ala ala khairi khalqi. Sayyidina wa habibina wa nabiyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Ameen.